the Indiana Hoosiers end the week with a monster, monster win as they uh, land Race Thompson as he commits to his final season in Bloomington. A huge, huge return for him that certainly has a lot of ramifications. Also, Indiana is offering everybody out on the recruiting trail, including the son of a former professional NBA player, longtime NBA player. We'll dive into all of the new offers that they have, who they're handing out scholarship offers to. You are Locked On Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, guys? It is Friday, April 15th. This is Locked On Hoosiers, your daily one-stop shop for everything IU Athletics, news, analysis, previews and recaps during the seasons on every sport, men's, women's basketball, men's, women's soccer, football, baseball. We try to keep you guys uh, informed on everything going on with IU. I'm your host as always, Jacob Rude. want to thank you guys for making Locked On Hoosiers part of your day today. And specifically speaking, your first listen every single day. Uh, reminder, we're free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. Uh, again, we're taking off over there. You guys need to jump in while you can. Go, head on over there, subscribe. We premiere the episodes there at 7 a.m. daily. Race Thompson is returning to Indiana, and like we said, that's about as big of a win as the Hoosiers could have realistically hoped for this offseason. It, it answers a lot of questions for Indiana, potentially creates some more questions about what's going to happen now. We'll try to dive into all of that here in just a moment. Just a reminder, though, we are free and available wherever you guys listen to your favorite podcast app. Make sure you subscribe wherever that is. Wherever you're listening to us right now, head on over and subscribe. Uh, also, follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Hoosiers. So, Race Thompson on Thursday afternoon, evening, uh, tweeted out a video well done video that uh, was some highlights of his season. And then it ends with uh, one more time playing in the background and a uh, graphic at the end that says, run it back to sixth and final year of eligibility. And he is using it to remain in a Bloomington, honestly, a little surprising when he took part in senior day, when he got really emotional, I don't think I was alone in thinking that was it, that that looked like the speech of somebody who was moving on, from the program, but ultimately he is returning for Indiana and it's an unequivocal win. I know we did our kind of season recap on race Thompson and I might've been a little harsh on him, but this is an unequivocal win for the Hoosiers. Race Thompson is one of the best glue guys in the country. One of the best glue guys um, that the Hoosiers could hope for. We talked about that all season long. A lot of his impact isn't even seen in the, the box score. And even then he put up, career numbers across the board this season. If nothing else, right now with the present-day Hoosiers, it gives them a center because they didn't really have one on the roster. Uh, between Trace Jackson Davis being in the transfer portal, or excuse me, uh, being declaring for the NBA draft, I should say, uh, there was no center on this roster. Michael Durr entered the transfer portal. Race Thompson can play center and answers that question, at least for Indiana, and gives them experience. Uh, he's going to start. He's going to 
bring back a wealth of experience both under Mike Woodson and I mean in his sixth season in general he's going to have a ton of knowledge built up so it does answer the question about the front court because there was just so much in limbo right now between him needing to make a decision between Trace Jackson Davis uh, declaring for the draft but potentially coming back and Malik Renault, uh, his decision being up in the air. Now, realistically, there is not going to be a scenario where Race Thompson, Trace Jackson Davis, and Malik Renault are on this roster together next season. Malik Renault is going to be the type of recruit that comes in and expects and probably should be starting from day one, at least at a program like Indiana and at basically any program across the country. So realistically, this probably means an either or for Trace Jackson Davis or Malik Renault, but we don't really know what that decision is going to be. I don't think that the coaching staff kind of gave any inclination toward uh, Race Thompson that, oh, Malik is leaning towards not coming here. You can come back. I don't think there was any backroom conversation with that. I think simply they were happy and um wanting Ray Thompson to come back, but you have to have a plan B. And Malik Renault is still a potential plan B. He could come back if Trace goes to the draft. That seems about as 50-50 as anything right now. And that uh we're not really gonna have an answer to for a while. So um I just don't see a situation where Trace, Race, and Malik Renault are on the roster together next season. Again, I've said this before. I would love to be wrong because that means IU has a lot of talent and has to figure out how to use it. Uh, and obviously that will be race's final season next year. There would be a spot opening up, but ultimately um, it, it leaves, it gives Indiana an answer in the front court. It leads to some questions about whether Malik Renault is still um, a possibility. I don't, his decision is probably going to come before Trace Jackson Davis's. So uh, that might factor into things a bit as well. There's been some some buzz about Jordan Geronimo. Maybe he transfers. Um, a lot of it seems like it has started from nothing and maybe some scuttlebutt and maybe people talking themselves into a frenzy. Uh, Jordan Geronimo was really good to close the end of the season, but I don't think it was anywhere where he should be guaranteed a starting spot. And that's not even to say he could still have a starting spot. Maybe he starts at the three uh, this upcoming season. But I don't think uh, IU was always going to welcome Race Thompson back. It would have been a really, really bad look to say, no, we don't want you. you there's no scholarship here anymore. Horrible look. They were always going to welcome him back. And he's a huge positive to this team. Uh, I also don't think this means Jordan Geronimo is going anywhere necessarily either. I would be pretty surprised if Jordan Geronimo entered the transfer portal. I've been wrong before. I'll be wrong again. But I would be pretty surprised if Geronimo entered the transfer portal after this. But, um, again, another question we'll have to see. He's one of the guys kind of in modern college basketball. You have to have guys basically confirm after each season that they're coming back. Technically speaking, I don't think he's confirmed that he's coming back. Um, but it could be a situation where he never does and he just doesn't feel he needs to. So the end all be all is that race Thompson is back and I'm very excited for it because he is 
a great, great player and someone that's really fun to root for. And getting one more year of him uh, is really, really exciting. Parker Stewart, uh, while we're talking about the men's basketball team, he is visiting Minnesota this week. Little surprise because the way I interpreted his kind of departure message with it was that he was done with college basketball. Um, interesting. Certainly I, I would imagine this would be kind of a grad transfer situation and he'd be immediately eligible, but it's certainly, I got the notion that he was kind of done with, uh, with basketball. Maybe he is, maybe this is just, uh, I don't know. Maybe he's just seeing the campus and feeling it out. Maybe he's still leaning towards being done, but it was interesting that he's visiting Minnesota. And so potentially he could be playing against Indiana next season. Now, if we're talking about the future of IU basketball, they are all over the place offering all types of scholarships. We've talked about the recruiting period being open, and boy, Indiana is taking full advantage of it. We're going to try to get you caught up on uh, who the Hoosiers are offering, including, uh, including, I should say, Andrej Stojakovic. And yes, that is uh, that Stojakovic's son. We'll dive into that here in a moment. First, though, you guys hear me talk about Built Bar nonstop, all the time. Uh, one of my favorite new things they have are the Puffs. If you haven't tried them, you are missing out. They're one of Built Bar's best-tasting bars. Puffs are the first-ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy. They're marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar. They're a treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Puffs are a fan favorite with some incredible flavors. Yummy cinnamon churro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie. So, so good. These are going to be your new favorites. All Built Bars and Puffs are covered in that 100% real chocolate. They're also all high in protein, low in calorie, high in fiber, low in carbs. They taste amazing because Built Bars' mission is to make a tasty bar and then make it good for you. It works every single time. I don't know how. So head on over to Built.com today to try some new puffs, maybe get some Built Bars as well. Use the promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. Locked on NFL Draft is going to be giving you guys a special, special treat. Starting on Thursday, April 28th, they will be providing live coverage of the 2022 NFL Draft. Three, All three days, real-time analysis from our extensive lineup of experts and insiders. And for those of you dying to know who your team will take, catch Odyssey and Locked On's NFL Mock Draft special hosted by Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson of the Peacock and Williamson NFL show. That'll be up all week leading up to the first pick. The Locked On NFL Draft live coverage will be on the YouTube channel, uh, Locked On NFL Draft YouTube. The Odyssey NFL Mock Draft will be on the Locked On NFL Draft podcast feeds. Just go subscribe everywhere you can find Locked On NFL Draft and just soak in all the coverage you can get because they're going to be providing it to you uh, ad nauseum leading up to this NFL draft. Uh, They'll be covering the draft live at 7 p.m. the first night, 6.30 the second night, and 11.30 the third day. Odyssey's NFL mock draft will be available 18th through the 22nd and the 25th. 
All right, let's try to catch up on some of these IU offers they have. Indiana has offered Andrej Stojakovic. Yes, he is a son of Peja Stojakovic, who played all across the league. He was on the Kings for a while. He was on the Pacers for half a season, I think. He was on the uh, Pelicans, or I think they were the Hornets at the time. He won a title with the Mavericks. And now, yes, his son is a high school prospect, if you want to feel old. Andrej is a four-star prospect, number 82 in the class of 2023. He's a 6'6", 185-pound guard slash wing. Uh, He's a shooter, obviously has great size. He's athletic, can finish with some bounce at the rim. He's a late bloomer. He has been shooting up prospect rankings. Uh, A lot of places have him uh, or believe that he's going to be up into the top 50 by the end of this summer. Uh, I've seen some of that. So uh, this is someone that is quickly becoming a very desired prospect. So the Hoosiers jumped in on that one and offered him, uh, again, a top 100 prospect in the 2023 class. We're going way into the future for the next one. Indiana has offered, and I'm probably going to butcher this name, Koa Pete, I believe. He is a 6'8 forward in the class of 2025. That is so far in the future. I can't even possibly fathom what is going on, what will be going on in 2025. Pete, there obviously isn't a ton of ton of information about him, uh, but he is at least in contention to be the number one prospect in that class. So Indiana is jumping on real, real early on that one. Uh, obviously, commitments mean only so much that early, but uh, building those relationships early on certainly help. So they have offered someone who could potentially be the number one prospect in 2025. There's so many things that are going to happen between now and then. But uh, they have offered as well. Yeah, I wasn't kidding. They're offering everyone right now. Eves Missy, who is a class of 2024 prospect. He is a four-star Number 32 in 247 Sports is rankings. He is a center and a very big center. So Indiana is all over the place right now between um, multiple classes, multiple venues, uh, multiple everything, um, multiple positions. Eves is a 610 center, so uh, four star on 247 Sports. Uh, the sixth-ranked center um, on the site for the class of 2024. Uh, Kansas is among those that have offered him as well. Indiana, Syracuse, UCLA. So he's certainly collecting the offers right now. Now, (laughs) obviously, I don't think this is going to be the end of this. Uh, They're going to be offering lots of people right now, but we'll try to keep you updated, at least with the prominent ones. I probably will miss some because there's so much going on in terms of them offering people that uh, I miss some of these during the day. I had to go back and double check as I was preparing for this. Now, if we were talking about recruits, somebody who committed uh, on the women's basketball side, they landed Lene Beaumont, a six foot guard out of Illinois. She's the class of 2023. Uh, She averaged 15 points, 4.7 rebounds, and 4 assists last season. 
led her team to a fourth place finish in 4A, which is the highest class in Illinois. She was a class 4A all-star or all-state, excuse me, first team selection. So a very, very talented player. Now, some fun news to go along with this is that Mackenzie Holmes on the Instagram post of Lene Beaumont committing tweeted teammate. Now, if you're there's a lot of math that's going to go on here, but uh, Mackenzie Holmes could technically leave after any season kind of coming up at this point. She's done as much college as she has to do. She could leave to play in the WNBA. The only way she'd be a teammate with Lene Beaumont is if she's going to play next season as well, uh, next, next season. She has two more years of eligibility left. She would have to play both years to be Lene Beaumont's teammate. Uh, and somebody, I believe Seth Toe of the Bloomington Herald uh, Times pointed that out. And Mackenzie Holmes just like confirmed. And it was a, a quote that we had told you guys before, but she just quote tweeted it, posted the video of her saying she's going to wear Indiana on her chest until she's not allowed to anymore. So Mackenzie Holmes is here for a while, which is terrific news. You have an All-American saying, I'm staying. I'm not going anywhere. I'm staying here as long as I can. So uh, a, more fun to go along with that news. But um, women's basketball is absolutely killing it. They're just landing transfers and recruits, and uh, they're getting their All-American to return for or commit for two years. So uh, everything coming up trumps for Terry Morin, whose birthday was on Thursday as well. So happy belated birthday to her ton of fun going on with the women's basketball team basketball in general is a lot of fun right now with all these prospects uh, being offered just wildness during the recruiting period right now something we haven't talked basically anything about this spring is spring practice for football i don't know that i've mentioned it at all their spring game is tomorrow uh it's not open to the public which is bizarre but we're going to talk about that Tom Allen spoke to the media on Thursday. We'll get you some uh, tidbits and some summaries of what he said during that press conference. But first, betonline.net is your number one source for all your sports betting stats and information. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs, the NBA playing games continue tonight, and the start of the Major League Baseball season. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Let's talk a, lot, a little bit of football. I haven't really talked about it because I honestly would rather talk about basketball than the football team right now. And there's going to be a whole summer we can talk about this football team, but spring practice is kind of wrapping up. Um, the spring game is generally kind of the the end point for spring practice, official, unofficial, however you want to uh, delve into it. For some reason, I'm not entirely sure why, the spring game is not going to be open to the public, and it's not always been like that. I remember being on campus in the Cream and Crimson game. Um, trying to get people to come to it and seeing kind of the 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 papers the flyers posted around for it not sure why it wouldn't be open um feels like free publicity unless something's going on at the stadium that there's maybe construction or something i'm not entirely sure what's going on but 
It was odd that that's not going to be open to the public. Tom Allen spoke about the team today. We'll get you the gist of it. Start at the quarterbacks. Seems like right now, um, based on his comments throughout the spring, based on just kind of reading between the lines, Jack Tuttle and Connor Bazelik are your current leaders in the clubhouse to win the starting QB spot. Not, not all that surprising. We've talked about Connor Bazelik. We had locked on Mizzou on the podcast a while back when he transferred from Mizzou. Jack Tuttle was obviously the number two guy when he was healthy. Um, I wouldn't be stunned if they still want to kind of redshirt Donovan McCauley because he was clearly not ready for the spotlight last season. And he was pretty far off, even though I ultimately thought they should have just kept him out there. They had already burned his red shirt. I wasn't, didn't really understand why they didn't let him play through it. That's in the past. But Tuttle and Bazelik are the two guys that um, Tom Allen talked about first. Mentioned that uh, Tuttle has really, really increased his accuracy this spring. Looking at the running backs... Tom Allen was asked about the offense, and he singled out Jalen Lucas, who is a true freshman running back. Obviously, that running back position is open. I've been working under the assumption that Sean Shivers is going to take it, but Jalen Lucas was the first name that he mentioned. Uh, quote, every scrimmage we've had, Jalen Lucas has continued to flash more and more. Now, he did also credit Sean Shivers kind of in the next sentence, next breath. Also talked about a couple of receivers, Cam Camper, Emory Simmons, uh, A.J. Barner, who is suddenly one of the most experienced players on this offense, uh, tight end, one of the few guys returning to this offense as well. Looking at the wide receivers, singled out David Baker, who is a redshirt sophomore, Malachi Holt Bennett, who is returning as well. That name probably one people are a little more familiar with. Javon Swinton as well as someone people are familiar with. Jacquez Smith is returning. DJ Matthews, who was IU's best receiver through the first uh, handful of games last season, he is working to get healthy. Uh, he obviously tore his ACL. Allen's mentioned of Simmons that, quote, he can really run. Also said Cam Camper is uh, really long, has good twitch, but can run or really run as well. So um, I would guess Simmons and Camper are probably your two leaders uh, in terms of the receiving core. But we've seen in the past that they like to use a lot of bodies out there. Interestingly, Noah Pierre was the MVP of the defense, according to Tom Allen. Uh, quote, playing him in different spots is a phrase he used. We talked about him being moved back to that Husky position. Um, it certainly sounds like that is a position he's been working on. Listen, MVP of the defense is impressive considering who is on this defense. Ryder Anderson was the MVP of the defense in the fall. He lived up to that billing early in the season on the defensive line, but um, that's certainly high praise for Noah Pierre through spring practice. Talked about the offensive line. Obviously, that was where everything went wrong for the Hoosiers last season. Uh, Allen said this spring has been really important for Khalil Benson. Zach Carpenter, who was a Michigan transfer uh, from previous year or previous years, quote, our guys there are really critical to what we're trying to do. Pretty obvious. Allen says uh, Luke Haggard and Matthew Bedford have also kind of stepped up in terms of leadership 
on the offensive line as well. Those are two returners who got a lot of snaps. I don't know if that's a good thing or bad thing on last year's team, considering how poor they were. Uh, he also kind of mentioned an interesting tidbit. The offense is going to be more read and react this year, whereas in the past it was kind of premeditated routes in the past game. Um, he, he mentioned kind of having concept, concepts that have prongs to it, I believe was the word he used. It's similar to what they do on defense where they have concepts and then they can kind of ju make judgments based off that. So seems like the offense is going that way this season. Listen, I'm willing to try anything after how poor last season went. So sign me up. If this is something different than last season, nothing worked last season. So you should be open to anything. And it sounds like Tom Allen is. So some interesting notes. Again, spring game isn't going to be uh, open to the public. We'll see how much information we even get from it. I don't know. We'll try to get you guys caught up next week, depending on what we learned from that, what we're able to see from that in general. Thanks again for making Locked on Hoosiers your first listen every day, guys. We had to obviously kick the uh, individual season recaps uh, back a day, basically, because there was too much news today which is a good thing. So we'll continue those next week. Now make your second listen, the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Ryan Tracy and former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker bring the NFL Draft to life every day with insight and analysis on college football prospects in NFL front offices. It is free and available wherever you get podcasts. Appreciate all the love. I, I say that all the time. I really, really promise I mean it. Um, follow us on Twitter. If you haven't already at L O underscore Hoosiers, subscribe to that podcast real quick for us. Helps us out a ton while you're there. Leave a quick rating and review that helps us out even more. Most importantly though, guys have a great Friday, have an amazing weekend and Elio.